This is Frank Falvey with Frank Presents. And today, it's my uh, great uh, honor to have a co-host, Steve Sherlock, who is with Franklin Matters and uh, hosts many different programs, either on the uh, internet, uh, or on radio, or on TV. So, first of all, welcome, Steve. Thank you, Frank. I'm, I'm honored that you are <laughs> on this program. Now, with an election coming up, it's something that we definitely need to collaborate with to make it easier for the candidates themselves so that they don't have to pick and choose which one of us are going to do when. We both get them. And we have a wonderful candidate here, Charles Bailey. Am yep. I saying that right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Charles, what, what would you like the people to know about who you are? Well, I'd like to start off by saying um, I was born and raised in Walpole, Massachusetts. However, I attended Tri-County for high school. There I majored in the carpentry program. Uh, upon graduation, I went right into the military. I spent six and a half years on active duty. When I got out of the military, my wife, Anna Maria, and I, we bought our first home here in um, Franklin in 1993. Um, I became an EMT. Um, we started our family together. We have a boy and a girl. Well, they're young adults now. <laughs> um, and they both went through the Franklin school system and moved on to um, post-secondary uh, school. Um, very proud of, you know, my two children, and we could talk all day about <laughs> that. Um, I became a paramedic in 1996, and I joined the Franklin Fire Department in 1999. There I be, uh, was the union president for three years, and then I became the uh, EMS coordinator there. We uh, helped kick off the SAFE Coalition in its early stages. And I had the honor of teaching uh, through the department CPR at the rec center to their young volunteers. Mm. So that was, that was fun. Um, I'm a graduate of Dean College here in Franklin. I have a bachelor's degree in psychology. And I'm a proud member of VFW Post 3402 on Pond Street here mm. in Franklin. Yeah, a rather yeah. active organization. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and since we're collaborating and this is the election season for people who may not be aware, Franklin does have a biennial election coming up November 7th, so that's why we're, this is the first of a series of candidate interviews. Sure. And voting is a critical key piece of the uh, election process. So do you want to speak to your impressions on voting and active participation? Absolutely. Um, my grandparents were a big part of my life growing up. And uh, my grandmother was always a strong advocate for voting. Uh, she was a poll worker at, in the town of Walpole, and she's like, Chucky, make sure you vote. Always, always on me, make sure you vote. So when I was on the DMZ patrolling in Korea, I was 20 years old, and I voted absentee for the first time in the 1988 presidential election. Mm. I believe I voted in every presidential election presidential elections since, and I try to vote in as many um, local elections as possible. I, um, I've worked 24-hour shifts pretty much my uh, entire adult life, mm -hmm. so it's, it's tough sometimes, but I don't miss the big ones. Um, I believe um, that it's um, a privilege to vote, I'm proud to vote, and I believe it's our civic duty um, to vote here in, in the United States. Good, thank you. 
And in terms of your background specifically, because you're running now for the town council, yes. what do you think from your background you can bring to that table as the council will sure. uh, talk about things for us in the future? Sure, I, I bring a wealth of experience. Um, I've been in EMS for 30 years. I've been in all these homes in Franklin. I know uh, the people's needs. I've I've been there in their time of need. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm of the people, for the people, not above. I, I can get right down to their level. Um, um, I understand some of the elderly are on fixed incomes, and, and I can really appreciate what, what the people of Franklin are going through. I believe I could represent them well at the table. Yeah, and then certainly, as you're aware, the council sets the budget, or at least approves yes. the budget. Town administration, school work through all the details, and then you ultimately approve it. Right. Uh, we're faced, based on the forecast right. uh, from the town administrator, with some financial challenges over the next several years. What do you think should be some of those key priorities, and how are you going to explain whatever set, sets we have sure. to the voters as well? well? First, I would explain it clearly and with full transparency. Mm -hmm. it's, it's their tax money, and they have a right to know. Right. Um, Honestly, I would I would lean on the, the state rep and the and, and the state senator to, to get us some state aid. We you know I would I would be on them, you know, constantly. They'd get sick of hearing me. Um, but I think there's more. I think there's money up in the state. Um, we're hemorrhaging money right now to support the um, the migrants. Um, but um, you know there's 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 money, um, and I would do that. You know. Like I said, I'm, I'm sure they would get tired of hearing my name, um, but there's more they can do for us. As a follow-up to that, sure, the council voted nine to zero to add a uh, stormwater fee right. outside of the real estate tax. Now, this is the second time right. they've done something similar. They first did it with trash and sewage. They took trash and sewage out of the budget and set it as a separate fee. Two-part question. Yeah. One, would you do that for other items? And secondly, on the last one they did, they did not exempt nonprofit or religious organizations. Nonprofits and religious organizations are going to pay the same fee everyone else's. Yeah, so I would not support that. I would, I would be a no. I would have been a no if at the council at that time. It's just too much. As another quick follow-up, sure. you mentioned that you graduated from Tri County. Yes. I don't know how many people are aware, but on October twenty-fourth. I believe it's a new building. Yes. Not a renovation. It's a brand new building. They did some research into renovating the existing building and from what I understand most of the utilities are in the slab. So um, it's very, de the, it's the utilities, it's everything that goes into the building, that the plumbing, the wiring, it, it's, you can't get to it, it's, there's been leaks, the, the concrete is, is crumbling. Uh, it's a fiscal improvement. It, I mean, it's, it, we face it, we just went, you know, recent, well, recently, it's been a few years now since the uh, Franklin High School, same situation. It, it just could, they looked into run it, they just can't do it. Yes, I support the vote on October 24th. It would, um, and um, 
the last town council meeting, Chairman Mercer mentioned um, this Wednesday there'll be a vote on a debt exclusion. For right. uh, you were at yes. the meeting, yep. Stephen, and um, debt exclusion. And and correct me if I'm wrong. The town administrator said that based on a $500,000 home assessment, it would be $150. That's what the roughly, estimates are. Um, with the debt exclusion. Mm -hmm. I fully support that. Um, it's needed. They would build it um, behind the current building and then they would tear it down just like we did here with Franklin High School. The trades are needed, especially now. Um, and um, Councilor Jones could really speak to this, but just the demand is, is, is incredible for trades. Um, and it's a, and it, you know, college isn't for everyone. Mm -hmm. It really isn't. Um, I didn't go till later in life. I'm glad I went to Tri-County. Some of the skills I attained there, I continue to use in the house today. My wife's very happy, <laughs> um, you know, with the carpentry and the, the, the little fixer-up stuff. But um, yes, I support that. It'll, the vote will be October 24th. Uh, I believe it's at the Franklin High School from noon to 8 p.m. Noon to 8 p.m. And you'll all be out there supporting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the, it's one of the unique, well, unique at least to the extent that it's the first time Tri-County has come up for a vote, and most regionals have come up for a vote. Clearly they started back in the sure. 70s and 80s, and now the buildings are aging such. So it's 11, it's, 11 communities are going right. to have to vote at the same time, right? and it's going to be a vote total across the 11 aggregate communities to yay or nay the plus 50 plus 1%. You know, the not to cut you off, no, but no, the first thing what... I thought of when you started saying that was the longer we go, the more it's going to be. Right. Um, it just, building today is just incredible. And yeah, no, North Adderborough, I, I did a lot of research into it um, because I believe in it, but North Adderborough would be like 90 million, Franklin would be like 60 million, and we're the, like two of the biggest towns. We are, yeah. And, um, and so it would be about two million a year for Franklin. Just for clarification, yep. the town eleven town assessments is based on the one one of the years enrollment. I don't know right. what it's year enrollment. Average enrollment. Average. So yeah, over look, they, how many years? They look over the most recent years. Yeah. Right. With this, that was debated uh, extensively at the, the town council meeting, the last meeting about you know, well, what if the enrollment drops, or what if we have a larger group that wants to go from Franklin, are they going to say no? Mm -hmm. um, so these are all questions that do need to be answered, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, so October 24th to complete, certainly that's the one sure. vote to approve the building. Right. And then secondly, as you mentioned, the council has on this September 20th. To be on the November ballot. Potentially on the November 7th ballot as well. So we would kind of get it done at the same time, which from a fiscal perspective, instead of running another election, right. another $10,000 minimum, let's combine it. We're already going to be there to vote. Let's add the ballot it's question to it. Yeah. But, let me clarify. You mentioned an override, but the, what you're talking about is the override for the school, it's, not yeah. a general. Correct. Right. It's Correct. A, technically, it's a debt exclusion because it's a school right. building facility. Right. Yeah. Would you support in any way a general Override. I do not. Or, or, or not how, how do you approach that question? Um, so we've li I've you know we've lived here for thirty years. I've seen a lot of overrides. I I was the union president for Franklin, and there were usually 
blanket overrides and um, meaning there's no, it's not, right. nothing's it's not designated to right. a specific spot. And they traditionally fail. Um, I think there's more we, we, we can do, you know, um, within the budget. And, you know, I know you have some questions about the school department and stuff like that, and maybe I can answer it there. But, um, you know, it, well, since I brought it up, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I really think a uh, independent analysis needs to be done of the school's budget. Um, and I'm all for education. I'm an educator myself. I uh, teach paramedic students. I'm a lifelong learner. I, I, I love, you know, education and I, I support the school, but I really think we need to get in there and uh, uh, an independent analysis should be done with comparable towns and we really see where that money is and get it to the, to the programs that are really needed. Um, you know, that's, it's a complex thing. I went onto the school committee's website yesterday and it, you, you can just get lost <laughs> and, and, and all the, the um, committees and, and all that. And, mm -hmm. I, and I, uh, I commend them for the work that they do. I really, teaching, <laughs> when I retired, I took a, a teaching position as a special educator to augment my hockey schedule. Mm -hmm. Boy, I, it was a lot of work, a lot of work. And so I commend teachers, um, you know, having tried that. I'd rather teach uh, adult learners, mm -hmm. <laughs> but, um, you know, I commend them for that. So I am definitely supportive, but I think we really need to look deeper. Let, let me ask this. Sure. Uh, the families that are going to be moving into the hotel yep. here in Franklin, yep. right? Uh, do you see the town uh, providing assets like Boston, Revere, Chelsea? I mean, they're spending town money. It seems like, yeah, the state's going to help, but it seems like we need to spend some of the town money. Right, and, and that's another reason why I don't really support an override until we can get control of this situation. Whether you agree with it or not, they're here. They're in our community, um, and I'll speak to the health department question. The, um, the, the health department is, is really in a tough position right now. Um, you know, I've been to third world countries. I've seen famine. I've seen illness. Um, and, you know, the job of a special forces medical sergeant is to vaccinate and do dental work mm -hmm. in these communities, these villages. They're not just force multipliers, they're also humanitarians, and I consider myself m much of the same. Um, my in-laws immigrated here legally from Italy, and they had to come in through Ellis Island. Ellis Island is nothing more than a small hospital with record storage for personal records and annals of, of records. And uh, my, I remember my mother-in-law saying she was afraid to cough while she was in line that they'd put her in isolation or even send her back. Mm -hmm. right. They came in, they, they received the medical care they needed, they received the immunizations that the rest of us have and, and, and our children have in the school systems. They, um, and I'm talking things like measles, mumps, and rubella. It's still out there in these third world countries. And um, education, they, were, they had to learn English. They did everything the right way. Well, these people are here, and we should have them go through something similar. I, I don't know what's established here in Franklin. The health department needs help. Um, and who better to 
be oversight for this and to go back to my colleagues on the council if elected and explain to them what's going on. And I also would suggest that we make a su another subcommittee, Stephen, mm -hmm. sure. um, a subcommittee to, to help the health department. We, we need to get them squared away so they can assimilate into our community. We went to um, church yesterday and it was Father um, Jack spoke to the situation. It was nice to hear. They're here. They're part of our community, whether you like it or not. It, but you know, maybe we can do some things to kind of pump the brakes, you know, at the yeah. state level. But uh, let's do it the right way. And let, before we, I, mean, I understand Milford sixty showed up at school like the first day, and they're like, you know, it just overwhelms the resources there. Mm -hmm. um, ESL, you know, teachers and and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that's one of the conversations that uh, when I talked with Jamie Helen, I did a recording with him uh, this morning, as a matter of fact, with the Talk Franklin. And yeah, yeah. he's still been working, coordinating to make sure, because we're in a tough spot to the extent that while they're right. here, the state has to lead. Right. And the Franklin community, as we're all aware, we respond when asked. So right. they've effectively asked us to hold off, let the state determine what the needs are and okay. then get us involved sure. and we'll be ready. We uh, the community itself Franklin will certainly responds. be ready. Yeah, yeah. most most definitely, and particularly with with the covid and, and stuff like that, you know, mm -hmm. we we kept teaching, we kept you know working. I I taught all through covid. Uh, with that special education program. <laughs> I was teaching uh, in the classroom and online. Special ed education was exempt, and we, we could do that mm. at the in-person, but we still followed the guidelines. But right. I digress. Um, yeah, so the health situation. <laughs> but, yeah. I think at least I appreciate you taking the time to explain. I've understood a good deal that'll help me individually as a voter. Hopefully the listeners sure. will be listening and will be sharing that out so that they'll understand and listen as right. well. I defer back to you, Frank, to well, throw anything else. Yeah, going uh, back to to the uh, uh, families and pregnant women that are moving sure. in to Franklin. It's not single men. It's, it's very specific, apparently. Right. Gatra. We have a Gatra roots here in Franklin. Yes. To me, that Gatra route has got to be changed. Yeah. Uh, to me, I'm to sorry, me yeah. we know they're going to go to school. Right. So we, we need to prepare for that. I, I, yeah. I don't see, the state has said that they're going to be providing the food from what I have read. Yeah. I don't see where food outside of, there's no kitchen there, unless they're going to build a kitchen or something. They, um, they're going to be bringing them so per the council meeting, right. they'll be bringing their mail. That, so it's the hotel staff that's going to be dealing with all of this. Um, and they supposedly will be bringing meals to them. I'm sure they'd love the opportunity to be able to cook or, or do their own meals. You know, that's a, that's a human, you know, need. Mm -hmm. in, in the town council, uh, how do you see things from the bottom coming up? I mean, we have very little interest in the candidates. We're not putting forth many, any contested seats. How do you see the council's role as involving uh, citizens in government? And, and I, would even, uh, I would even say there's probably some departments that, that I would have an interest in looking at. It, it's, a, it's a great question. 
it's very disheartening to say the least because that's how right. the, what this c country's based on is elections and participation, getting and yeah. get participation getting the right people in i think we just got to sell it better you know we just we just got to ask um i have no agenda i have i'm not a realtor i don't own a small business not that that's a bad thing in franklin but i would serve the people and, and with no agenda, and um, like I said before, I am of the people, for the people, not above. And um, I, I just, it's, it is a lot to put yourself out there for something like this. When you yeah. have state rep, state senator, U.S. congressman mm -hmm. come before you and give reports, I was there I never that hear night. any hard questions. I was there that night, yeah. Why don't you, we have a handicap accessibility to a downtown railroad station. The only council. Why do we have only $175 exemption on clothing? Right. I don't see the councilors asking many tough questions. They're, they're, they're praising the money or the gifts that they think they're being given. I hope there, there's a perception that you're all in together and you're not going to ask anyone but snowball questions. Right. And I, I know the meeting you're referring to, it was, a, it was what, about a month now, right? Um, both Senator Roush and, and Representative Roy were there and all, I was disappointed too. And you're right on the money. <laughs> um, and, count, you know, Chairman Mercer was the only one to call him to task. Mm -hmm. um, I would ask the people of Franklin to vote for me. I have your best interests at heart. I really do. And, and, and please vote. Please vote. Please get out on October 24th. Uh, I believe um, and um, November 7th for the biannual sure. election. And I believe early voting's October 28th. Something like that. The at Nancy's office. Yeah, at the town yep. clerk's office. Mm -hmm. in, yeah, in person there. Yeah. So um, this is a new age, the early voting and stuff. So, uh, yeah. But we got to get the people out. We really do. And, and uh, we have a presidential election coming up next year. Hopefully we can get some people out with that too, you yeah. know. But yeah. you're right. It's di Frank, the whole thing's disheartening. We got to get people involved and we got to get people out there. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the turnout is. Chloe, on October 24th, we've got based on the clerk's info, there's 133,000 across the 11 communities. Historically, we've only voted at about a 40% for right. uh, an override type election, school or et cetera. So 40% of the 133,000, that's 50 to 60,000 if my <laughs> offline math is working. But then we actually even do less, only 20% on the local, local election, which is when what you're matters, actually more important than right, which matters the most, right? Yes. Right. Um, crazy. Um, but maybe with this early voting, um, I don't know if they're doing mail-in. I'm sure they uh, are. There, yeah. Um, they still have absentee technically for, and there's also uh, Kasha or something like that. Maybe mispronouncing, sure. but there's people who are off overseas who have a special voting process as well. Students, Students right, whatever. et cetera. Yeah, yeah. 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 People, people working, who are working, working, for sure. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Well, let me say that uh, uh, 
here at the Cable Access Studio, and we have a radio program to WFPR 102.9 FM. We have new advertising insurance, and that's why that's why Steve and I and you will see out in the community. Maybe when people are filming, whether at a concert or whatever, they're wearing uh, different types of clothing with the advertising. It's because they're associated in some way with Franklin Cable or with Franklin uh, 102.9 FM uh, radio. And we encourage you uh, to tune in and watch that, or you can see this on a podcast. Correct. Yeah, so our part of the feedback from our last election was that in some cases, respectfully, Frank would do a video, I would do an audio, or some other candidate would do a text. But there are people in our community that would really like the same info in all three formats. So that's what we're attempting to do here. By doing the video, we'll extract the audio, do a transcript, so this interview will be available in all three places. And that, I think, will at least give the community every access point to get your information and get out to vote on October 24th and November 7th. So, Charles Bailey, Steve Sherlock, and Frank Falvey, we'll see you at the polls. So, thank you, gentlemen. Welcome for coming. I really thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. This program was made possible by your Franklin friends and neighbors. Good folks, just like you. Thanks for supporting Franklin TV. And thanks for watching.